it's time to talk about guess basketball. When it comes to sports, I guess um like I said, like I've said in um previous podcasts, the sport I know the most about is baseball. I used to play somewhat, but I guess I also know a little, I guess when it comes to basketball, I've watched games, know some players, know the stats, football, not really, like, I used to watch it, Uh but, like, I just feel, it's, Interesting, but it's not as interesting as people say, right? Ah, like you, like people say baseball is boring, but football, you get some action. Here, there, like, yes, you see some impressive things, but it's like I, when it comes to the technical aspect, I, I feel like every sport takes that cake, but we're not talking about football today. We're talking about basketball. And in my last episode, um... I believe I was talking about LeBron, so we'll start there because he is considered the, I guess, the number one of this generation after Kobe's generation ended because there's always a number one. There was Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, there was Wilt Chamberlain, there was Bill Bill Walton. Like, yes, there's a best player of the decade, but when it comes to a generation of players, I feel like Every generation has its player. And after Michael Jordan, that generation was Kobe Bryant. How long the generation lasts, it usually depends, I guess, on the player's dominance. But I would say generally, this generation is LeBron James. It's ending. He's no longer the number one player. To me, he hasn't been the number one player for a while. But, hey, but I just... The when it comes to arguing about LeBron James, I guess you got to tread carefully because people just think um, fans of LeBron just think that oh my gosh he's this almighty that can do no wrong that oh my gosh he's always helping his his team get better he's always doing this like he he really shows that he's for his team but if you really look at about uh, at it the players he helps improve aren't the all-star players on his team. People are always saying LeBron doesn't have no all-stars or, oh my gosh, LeBron doesn't have no help. He has plenty of help. But when he gets an all-star to help, like, that just becomes null. Like, he doesn't make players better. He made Kyrie Irving worse. He made Kevin Love worse. Like, he he is a, a player who just, he wants players to play his way and if they don't play his way the I guess the the general population just thinks oh they're not playing LeBron must be angry so they're not playing good but that's a real big misconception like he made J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert look like borderline all-stars even though they did decline from leaving the Knicks but when they play with him he did make them look like borderline all-stars, so I guess that's something I'll talk about. And um, Matthew Della, Della, no, dang, I don't know how to pronounce that name, but somewhere near that, but in the heat, I feel like it was, um, it was, it was more of his arrogance 
that he wanted to leave the team. It wasn't, oh my gosh, I want to bring back a championship to the city. It was more like, oh my gosh, my publicity is going down. Let me do this. Because, like, it's kind of ridiculous to say that all of a sudden he just left because he wanted to bring a chip. He could have been left. He could have not went to the Heat. He could have stayed with Cleveland. So why exactly? And then he left Cleveland again to go to the Lakers and build a, oh my, I guess another attempt at a super team. But I guess it just showed that nowadays having all-stars, you actually have to let the players play to their best ability instead of just dictating everything. So that was a reality check because the Lakers absolutely suck. And the fact that teams just let them not to let them win because they won on their own during the COVID season, but I guess, as people call it, the Mickey Mouse Award, they, like, the Heat making it to the finals along with the Lakers really, really showed that one team was actually deserving of making it, and another team, the Los Angeles Lakers, did not deserve it because, as you see right now, they are absolutely, I guess, dog shit. People blaming Westbrook for not producing, for being bad. Like, he, like, I understand Westbrook, like, bricks and all that, but coming to the Lakers, like, it just shows that LeBron does not help players. And people, people are just like, oh, man, it's just Westbrook. Like, no, like, he, like, it's just, it's just not a thing for, and I know I sound like a big LeBron hater, but come on now. Uh, you just have to look at the facts, and the facts are, like, he doesn't help, but, hey, what people think is going to be is what people are gonna think. But that's enough LeBron talk. So when it comes to ba- to basketball, my bad. I guess the things you could talk about are um the dynasties. Um, I I feel like um the Warriors are a dynasty. It is impressive what they did. What I think they won three chips, two in a row, and then one after. So that was impressive. Um, but oh, we'll talk about the number one player in the league, Giannis Antetokounmpo, which deservedly is the number one player because <clears throat> my goodness, he has shown his dominance as a big man, and it's more of the new age big man, versatile can move, can do all this. So it's really it's really impressive because um he couldn't shoot for shit and um the years passed and he's really improved upon that and I improved upon it crazily enough to be like, oh my gosh, he's a shooting big man. But improved on it um enough to show that he before he was in the league and before he both the the one with the LeBron was considered the the GOAT because of his physical talent. But the physical talent that Giannis brings into the league, that aggressiveness, that dominance, that nobody can stop him, that you have to double-team him 
and when he's driving in or he can't stop it at all and he just blows past it with his three ridiculously long steps it's impressive and for people he he's one of those players that can win MVP in multiple years cuz I I don't I don't see anybody except I saw I did see last night Joel Embiid indeed had a 2k my career stat line easily it seemed and Joel Embiid he he I guess um not having Ben Simmons on the team really helped him because Ben Simmons my god when it uh, there's in basketball the basketball feels so weird now because there's a lot of part-time players a lot of players that don't play a lot of games because they're either injured or they're trying to come back for their injury it's not like I guess it's a good thing that it's not like back then where players would just try to thug it out with injuries instead of um trying to recover but you can see a whole bunch of these players that haven't played in years and they're getting paid all this money Kyrie Irving um Kyrie Kyrie Irving is just another topic because what he does like people defend him but like freedom of speech is a thing but when you're in the public like basketball players celebrities athletes in general you have to know there are that you have a certain audience that listens to you and a certain and your influence isn't low so it just says a lot when play when players after celebrities think that they'll say something and it's completely fine to say it just because i understand it's your view and people are saying that it's because he's black, but no, it's because he said it in public. Yes, there's a lot of stuff that happens that isn't said to the public, I'm pretty sure, when it comes to either racist, anti-Semitic, or anything. So, it doesn't come as a surprise to me that people do think this way, but I need to find a new word, and you you got to use the facts, but... You just got to use the truth of it all when it comes to it. And that's that. It's just that he said it in the public. It's as simple as that. He said something that he should have kept private or that he should have. Yeah, that he should have kept private and not let the public find out about it. Instead of just openly boasting about it. One thing is to talk about flat earth, but the other thing is to, I guess, target a culture a religion, and a community when it comes to things like this. So he's one of those part-time players who's part-time because he is honestly, I feel like a player shouldn't be offered money. They get off, they get paid money to play. One thing is for people to be mad at players for making all this money and they're playing. And another thing is for a player to not play. And I feel like, yes, as a, fan yeah you should be mad if you're a fan of the Brooklyn Nets and you go to watch Kyrie Irving and he hasn't played in I don't know how many games in the season half the season at least like that goes to show that he 
I, I honestly don't know how he's the, I understand he's good, but I, I don't know how he's considered a superstar when he only plays for a certain amount of games. Like, in the world, there's always what-ifs, but when it's a what-if to what if he played the whole season, how much of a how much of a result he would produce. You can't talk about that when the player himself is the one that's causing himself not playing. So he's one he's the part he's one of those part time players that is on his own end, just like Ben Simmons. Cause I'm not like everybody else. I do not think Ben Simmons is trash as people say. Um I feel like it's a big misconception that he's trash. It's just he barely plays, and when he does play, he can't shoot for shit, which is kind of weird that he's a point guard type player who can't shoot. It just he, I feel like they should move him from that point guard position because it's kind of ridiculous that he can't shoot at all, even open three pointers. Having opponents just leave a wide open lane for you to shoot, and you can't do that is just surprising so when the jokes come that oh my gosh he can't that he can't play it's kind of oh it's kind of um really says a lot and then there comes the part-time players who can't play because they're injured damian lillard damian lillard game paid almost 60 million dollars per year and he hasn't played, I, I believe, a full, a full season or even close to a full season in two years. It's kind of fucking ridiculous. I understand you're paying, you're paying the product of him when he does play, but then like, the question comes like, when does a player? not get paid an excessive amount just because they're good or just because when they come onto the court, they will be good. When does a player actually have to play to show that he's good? I understand Damian Lillard has showed, but he hasn't showed enough to be getting paid half half a hundred million dollars just to not play. So it just comes to the point where When's when is it enough when it comes to the pay of a player? But that's there. I guess that's that's how long this episode is gonna be. I said I was gonna make them short episodes. I'm gonna try to bang out a whole bunch of episodes so it'll be a mass release. I'm gonna stop putting ads in the episodes. I don't know what I was thinking honestly, cause this is more of a place for me to come and express my views and maybe one day interact with people and have debates long form debates on topics so that's just my idea for this podcast so hopefully that i i got a play that really made me excited i saw how how close i am to a hundred plays and it's just weird because um i was at work and um I really told myself, like, man, I don't know if I should be doing this. Like, I understand I'm doing it 
just as a place to vent, but like, no, like nobody's listening. Like, everyone wants that, like, not validation, but like, just people to at least see their work. So seeing that one play, like, really showed me, like, come on, you have to do it. You got to play. Like, you're getting more. Like, you're getting close. And I just want to just grind to that moment where consistent plays make a nice community where one can just freely talk. But that's me. You're just ranting with sway. Oh man, I didn't end the podcast.